Welcome to the Slowing Down for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and each week I'll bring you a new episode on topics that I feel the Holy Spirit has placed on my heart. My hope is that these topics will find you and they will help speak new life into you in whatever season of life you may be in. Let's get started with today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. Um, I have a very special guest here today, Jade DeKalasha, and I think I pronounced that incorrectly, even though she just told me how to pronounce it. But this is a very special episode. I'm so thrilled to have you, and I cannot thank you enough for joining me. Um, Jade, if you have never heard of her, she has such a wonderful ministry. It's through um, King and Crown. She is a missionary and she just has so much to offer for those who are lost. She loves, she loves to love others. But before we do get started, I would not have found Jade if it weren't for Dominique at ChristianPrince3.16 on Instagram. Please check her out. Check out her website. She has such, she has such a good heart for others and she just wants to genuinely help others. So, Jade, I'm going to hand it over to you if you will lead us in prayer. Yes. Thank you, Father, so much for this opportunity. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for what you have begun in this woman of God, that it has led all of us into a place of deeper intimacy with you. We ask that the things that are shared today pierce the hearts of everyone listening, even us. Father, pierce our hearts as we talk to take us deeper in you, to recognize how much you want us to be close to you, to live and move and breathe and have our being in you. We ask that this time would be fruitful for the kingdom of God by bringing the people of God into deeper places of love and affection and adoration for you and your living word. We love you. Please be with us in this time. Speak through us. And make this time powerful because you are right here among us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So today's episode is going to be about the dangers of living a lukewarm Christian lifestyle, how you can stop living that kind of lifestyle, and how you can start just diving into the Word of God and really just accepting the blessings that He has for you. So I'm going to hand it completely over to Jade. She's going to take control of this, and let's hear what the Holy Spirit lays on her heart to talk about. Jade, it's all yours. Okay, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. I mean, I, I think what you're doing is just wonderful. You heard the Lord, you obeyed him, and that's what the Bible says in Deuteronomy uh, 28. That's how you are choosing the blessing of the Lord. You listen, mm-hmm. you hear him. You do what he tells you to do, and the blessing of the Lord follows that. So we just say this podcast is blessed. Okay. Amen. So lukewarm, we're, we're, anytime we hear that, we pretty much know we're looking at Revelation uh, chapter 3, and it starts in verse 15. And this is Jesus when he's addressing the churches about what he is pleased about in their lives and what he is not pleased. And in this case, there is something that he is not pleased about. And he begins to address this church. He says, I know your deeds, that they are neither uh, cold, they're not invigorating, refreshing, nor are they hot. They're not healing and they're not therapeutic. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, wow, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth rejecting you with disgust. This is heavy. This Mm -hmm. is really, really heavy, uh, this passage. 
but it's extremely serious for our lives today. I was radically touched by the Holy Spirit at 12 years old. I began missions at 12 years old. I like to say that's really when my ministry started, even though I got the ministry name and titles and all the things that come with that just about three or four years ago. But ministry really started for me at 12. I I got so involved in ministry that I fell in love with ministry and not with the man that we're called to minister to, uh, Jesus. That's an easy thing to do. Oh, is it easy? It's an easy path easy. to slip onto. Yeah. And so I, I, my gaze began to shift from the one that I really loved when, when he touched me at 12 years old. I was so in love with Jesus. It began to shift to I love missions. I love, I love ministry. I love effectiveness for God. You know, before I, before I knew it, I wasn't even looking at Jesus anymore. And so though I was a ministry person, I was preaching, I was teaching from the time I was young, all these years, I was lukewarm because the first ministry that we have is intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And I, I was so far from that at that time. Mm -hmm. I was doing all the Jesus things, but I wasn't in the face of Jesus in prayer and, and worship. And so I had to have that returning to my first love, which is what he goes and encourages these churches that he's correcting. He says, you got to get back to your first love because that's where the the heat comes from. Mm-hmm. So in my life, um, I've had that come around multiple times where I have had to catch myself um, re- recognizing, oh my goodness, I'm back there again. I'm doing, I'm distracted. And yeah. really the pathway to being lukewarm uh, is distraction. Yes. The pathway to becoming lukewarm. I have, I have found there are other things, but it's distraction, whether that distraction is full blown sin, whether that distraction is a relationship, you begin to exalt above God and whether that distraction is ministry and doing the work of the Lord. If I become distracted from God and something else begins to get my time, my attention, my affection, my devotion, guess what? I am slipping into the dangerous trap of becoming somebody God will have to spit out of his mouth because um, it is not appropriate to not be burning on fire for God because he's so worthy. You know what I mean? Have you had this in your life as well? Yes, absolutely. I think we, I think it all, it happens to all of us um, because I wasn't really, um, I wasn't a a devoted Christian and, you know, we're all works in progress, but I wasn't a fully devoted Christian the way that I am up until I've mentioned this so many times on my Instagram and on my podcast, but that's because this date to me is so important, but August 8th of just this year. So I've only been at this for a little over a month. So I am by no means a professional. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm worthy of this because Christ has, he's given me a gift because one day I woke up and I decided to listen to him. So to say that I, you know, I don't, I don't deserve what he's given me, but it's through him that I've been given this. But even in the past month, I've fallen back into the traps of almost becoming lukewarm, but that's because, um, Dominique over at Christian Prince, she, she said that, you know, you're, you're a newbie. You're, you're just like a baby. And I love, I love that terminology. I am like a baby, but I think in that sense, and I could be wrong, but when you're still a baby, you're still like, you're taking those baby steps. You're trying to walk before you run. 
And the enemy knows that you're onto something. He knows that God's got a good hold on you, and that makes him so mad. So he is going to throw every single thing, every obstacle in your way to try to get you to come back. That's right. It's a scary thought. I mean, I, I never even thought about that up until just recently, how easy it is to fall back into the pit of pure destruction, of, of sin, of not feeling good enough. It's such a scary place to be. But the, the best part about that is no matter how far back you go, God is still right there. And actually, I don't have the paper on me, but um, last week in church, my, my pastor was talking about God is constant. He is always right there. It's, it's us as humans that make, we make it feel like he's not as near as he actually is because our hearts and our minds are not where they need to be. That's why it's so important to make sure that you have a good church, you have a good community of people, you have amazing brothers and sisters in Christ that are right there to help you defeat the enemy when he comes in and he tries to attack you. Oh, that's a great point. I mean, that's a great tip if people are wondering, you know, how how can I identify if I am a lukewarm Christian, mm-hmm. and then actually, if I am lukewarm, how do I find my way out? We have to have people in our lives that we give accountability to for our fire. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who can say to you, you know what, you're not really burning for the Lord anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see that you're burning for some worldly stuff. You're ready to fight again. You're ready to slap people, you know, uh, again. You're, yep. you're, you're back. You know, that flesh is coming up in you it's again. The fleshly and, desires. Yes, I see that in you. And it's not a condemnation factor. It's an accountability factor where you have yeah. somebody who can help you and say, you know what? I, I, and you have mentors and spiritual mothers and like you said, brothers and sisters that are your community where they're able to recognize in you, you're, you're not pursuing him the way that you were. And I'm just encouraging you go back to your first love. Mm-hmm. And so having that kind of networking in your life um, is extremely important. Uh, I I like to say it like this. You have to have systems and structures that keep your fire burning on the altar. You Mm -hmm. have to have systems and structures, meaning in my prayer life, and I'm not saying me specifically, but as a person, this is what we need to say. My prayer life, every single day I meet with God in the morning. So Mm -hmm. no matter what happens, let's say my schedule changes, my, my, uh, my morning gets earlier as far as my requirements for the day, my work for the day, whatever. That means I get up earlier because I will not compromise my system of prayer. Amen. I will not compromise my structure because if I allow that change in schedule, that change in work, that, that new relationship that meets a little earlier now to, to diminish my prayer life, I'm already beginning that cycle. I don't mean to. I feel totally innocent, but something mm-hmm. is beginning to take root as opposed to my prayer time. So one of the number one ways we keep ourselves from being lukewarm is having systems and structures. And in that is the community. I have brothers and sisters in my life that know where I am at in my walk with the Lord. I have mentors in my life that I am accountable to for how I am living. If I'm not showing up, if Mm -hmm. I'm not like for you, you put it out there. God told me to do this podcast. Okay, you're in trouble now, girl, because if we don't see podcasts for two months, you got people coming for yes, you. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm being held accountable. <laughs> and what happened? You created a system and a structure. Should yeah. you have stayed quiet, 
you don't tell anybody, you hold it in your heart, you, you, don't, you don't openly put it out there, you don't step out in faith, guess what? Your structure and system for not becoming lukewarm isn't there. So more than likely, you're going to fall into being lukewarm. Mm-hmm. You said even, even recently, I've been tempted again, but I have these voices in my life. Mm-hmm. I have these requirements now. I have this commitment I've made to God. So I'm, I'm not involved in that. And so um, you, you bring up a great point. We have to have systems and structures that help us keep that fire burning. And a part of that is the community we have in our lives. Amen. Um, there's a verse that I want to highlight in the in the midst of all this, and it comes from a, a personal spot in my life that I dealt with as a, a teenager. It's the the desire of wanting to fit into worldly um, worldly structures. Like we we are called to not love worldly things. It doesn't matter how much we have in this world, we don't get to take any of that home with us. So the false idols, things like that. And that can be a topic that we touch on at a later time. But this this verse speaks so much life into me. Psalm chapter six, and it's verse eight. Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. And it goes on to chapter nine, or verse nine and 10. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. They shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. I think that also speaks so much truth into not living a lukewarm Christian lifestyle because you cry out to God and he, he hears you, but he is waiting for you to to actually like truly call out to him. There's a difference between like praying to God and, you know, saying little tidbits here and there and saying that you're a Christian, but it's a completely different thing to actually walk the lifestyle because when you walk this lifestyle, you are going to be rejected you're going to be shamed people are gonna they're gonna say that you're stupid they're gonna say that what you're doing is just a waste of time but when you really call out to God you get into the Bible you have that community you have the people to hold you accountable you are going to go on the right path God is not going to he's not going to let you go the enemy is going to attack you in ways that you didn't think were possible but as long as your heart and your mind is completely set to Christ, you will not fail. You will not fall back into that lukewarm Christian lifestyle. And I think that's so important to remember. For for those who are like me, you're newbies to this, um, but it doesn't matter how new or how far along you are into your faith. All that matters is that you stay on this path and you do not allow the enemy to get back a hold of you because he is going to try everything that he possibly can just like he he just recently tried with me, and I shared that story with Jade just before um, doing this recording, but it's just amazing to me how how easily it is to slip up with this lifestyle. But then when you take a moment, you, you get back into the Word, you have your quiet time, and it doesn't matter what that looks like to you because it's different for everybody what your quiet time with God is, but it's so important that you dive back into that every day so that you can be reminded this is not from God. It's bringing me stress, turmoil, anger. It's not from him. I need to get back onto the right path because the enemy is trying to put a roadblock in to stop me from what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and in that verse in Psalm six, when it says, I, I, you know, I cry to the Lord, that word is to mm-hmm. weep like mm-hmm. a flowing of tears. And it's this picture of, like you were saying, it has to, this sincere cry God, keep me from being a people pleaser. My my soul is sincerely crying out to you. Keep me from falling into the pits 
of people that distract me. Keep me away from people who just work evil in their lives. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I don't want to be a part of the the people group that rejects God so that they're accepted by people. You know, it's this picture of a sincere depth of crying out to God. I do not, I'm with you. You cannot fail as a child coming before God and your soul sincerely just weeping before God and calling out to him, God, please keep me on this path because we can't keep ourselves on it, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the counsel of God, we can truly stay on what Jesus calls the narrow path that leads to life. And it's a beautiful path to be on. It's a beautiful path and it's (laughs) narrow. And you know, when he says that, the, the, the path is narrow that leads to life. The word narrow there means um, to be rubbed the wrong way, meaning it's not easy. It, it doesn't agree with our flesh. It doesn't mm-hmm. agree with what we want, but it strips us away more and more that, that it's, it kind of rubs us to the point of being raw. You know, you rub off my offense. Yeah. You rub off my complacency. You rub off my anger, my unforgiveness, bitterness, all these things. You rub all that off so that I can enter into life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I just so agree with you, you know, if we yeah. really cry to him, he will keep us on that path with him. Amen. Amen. And I think um, one more thing to highlight is there's a, a podcast that I listen to. Um, and one of the terminologies that she uses, and I, I live by this now because it's, it's currently happening to me. She calls it open heart surgery. Mm. And um, it's, you know, when, when you're a, a new follower of Christ and you're really getting into this, he is going to strip off, like you said, layers, and he is going to expose areas of sin in your life so that you will repent of that sin and you will turn away from it. So I think the term open heart surgery is just, it's, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful thing to think of that he is going to deliver you from all that sin that you were doing in your life that you might not have even realized that you were doing the gossip, the the lust, um, the greed. He calls us to not be lovers of of money. Um, and in in a world like today, people are lovers of all those things. We truly are in the end times. And I think that's why it's so important to make sure that you get on this path, you stay on this path, and you really read your read God's word just read it dive into it soak it up because it is all good and the only thing it's going to do is take away the anxiety the stress the anger the hurt it's it's going to take away all that it's going to give you open heart surgery oh that's good yes i love it i love it well revelation 3 going back there after he tells them you know don't be lukewarm mm-hmm. he he goes on to tell you In verse 18, I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red hot and refined by fire so that you may become truly rich. White clothes representing righteousness to clothe righteousness to clothe yourself so that the shame of your nakedness will not be seen and healing salve to put on your eyes so that you may see. Verse 19, those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I rebuke and I discipline, showing them their faults and instructing them. So be enthusiastic. And repent. You know what this says to me? I do heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. I do heart surgery on those that I love. If if yeah. if 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 I don't love you, I don't do those hard things. Yeah. I don't I don't call you higher. But because I love you, I might have to do some open heart surgery. I might have to do something that's scary and hard for you. But I promise you, it's healing you because I dearly and I tenderly love you. 
And so that's a powerful way to view it. And I don't think whether you're a newbie or whether you've been serving the Lord for decades upon decades, should you ever outgrow that prayer, God, give me open heart surgery again. And it sounds a lot like Psalm 139, um, when David cried out to the Lord in verse 23 and 24, examine my heart, O God, Mm -hmm. examine, open up my heart, look at it and tell me if there's anything that offends you. If it does remove it from me so I can walk in the way, you know, amen. Before we wrap up this podcast for um, today, I would like you to tell us a little bit about your um, King and Crown um, website that you have. Absolutely. Um, King and Crown, we're, we're about three things. Number one, intimacy with God, developing intimacy with God in the body of Christ. Number two, soul winning and discipleship, leading people from being newbies into the depths of the spirit of God. And then outreach and missions. We travel all over taking Bibles into places that Bibles are not, you know, they're not there. And um, just the feeding of the hungry, the poor, uh, the orphan and the widow, all that kind of stuff. And so those are kind of the three main premises of King and Crown. And I think it's kingandcrowninc.org, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. That's the website. You go to uh, kingandcrowninc.org. And you should be able to, you know, just kind of click through. You see our devotions that are available, mm-hmm. our teachings that are available. Uh, you know, everything that we kind of are is encapsulated there on the website. So Awesome. Um, now, also, I had a friend tell me that how smitten you are over your nieces and nephews. How have they helped keep you on track with, um, with everything that you're doing? Oh, my word. Well, I don't, have, I don't have a niece. I have two nephews and I have a sister, which they okay. might think is my niece. Okay. She's, a, she's my younger <laughs> sister. Okay. But um, that's been huge in keeping my focus because um, they, from the time they were born, they've heard me talk about Jesus. I was their mm-hmm. children's pastor. And, oh, cool. um, you know, so for me to turn away from that um, or at some point make an excuse like, oh, I've been through this or that. So I've got to, you know, it's an excuse and I can do this. They don't really tolerate that. They're like, what Good. you thought you should do. You they know, keep you, you on track. That's it. I know <laughs> their eyes are on me. And so it's like, and they're a picture to me of the next generation that's also watching. Yeah. Yeah. So it really helps me keep the fire burning for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap up this podcast in prayer. Um, if you would all, whoever's listening, if you would just bow your heads and just open your hearts. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you so, so much for the for the gift that you have given this episode today, for having Jade with us, for talking about the dangers of living a lukewarm Christian lifestyle and how how you you're right there to bring us right back on track. You just you want us to cry out to you in the absolute depths of our soul. You love us, you you have not abandoned us and you never will. Father, I pray um, that you would bless Jade's ministry. I pray that it would reach even more people than it already has, reach those that truly need to hear her word. And um, Father, I also pray for Dominique over at Christian Prince. I pray that um, you would have your hand in her in her ministry that she's doing. And I pray that you would bless both of these women tenfold and that you would just show the world who they are. I know that you say in the Bible that, you keep you keep certain you keep certain ones of us hidden and there's a reason why we are hidden but when the time is right lord i pray that you would just expose them and that you would just anoint them and you would bless them even more than they've already been blessed god um i i just thank you so much for everything that you've been doing so far and i i ask that you would just continue to keep your hand in all this in your heavenly name we pray amen amen praise god
Amen. Thank you, Jay, so much. It was a pleasure talking with you, and I, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. You too. God bless you. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Slowing Down for Christ Podcast, where you're welcome to send me prayer requests or just a chat. I hope you have a great week.